Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colo. Hi there. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. I love having a conversation in this episode with my sister-in-law, Margaret, who has wholeheartedly been learning about her top five Clifton strengths these last few years. As you hear her talk about her ideation, connectedness, strategic, learner, and activator strengths, you're going to get a glimpse of how it has been such a great tool for her to make sense of things throughout her life that she's been good at, but maybe also at times when her vocation didn't really have the opportunities to fully utilize her strengths. She loves being creative with all kinds of ideas on any project she's doing, a house renovation, leading a team at her church, or serving on a board in her community. Having known her most of my life, now knowing what her strengths are helps me to see her more clearly and get understand the joy that she gets from doing so many things that are in line with who she is and what she's best at. We laughed at the fact that my number one strength of harmony is her number 33 strength. Be sure to listen to her many sparks of enthusiasm in so many things that she's learning and discovering in all kinds of areas. Margaret inspires me in so many ways. You can tell she enjoys life. If you would like to learn more about what your top five strengths are, you can go to store.gallup.com to take the 20-minute assessment. I would love to chat with you to help you understand more about you and your strengths. If this episode encourages you, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or share it with a friend. Hope you enjoy our conversation. Welcome, Margaret. I am so excited to chat with you today here on Embrace Your Strengths. Thank you so much for inviting me. You have made a big difference in my life by persisting and having me do this test. So (laughs) it's been life-changing. Thank you so much. Oh, well, I am so excited. I was telling somebody today, I mean, it's just, I'm just so grateful for you and being my sister-in-law. And it's like, you know, I don't have any sisters of my own. And it's been such a blessing for you to be part of my life since really I was in what, high school? Yes. When we first met? It was. Yeah. So I have appreciate so many things about you, but I love that um, we get to see you and Doug, my oldest brother, who you're married to in Denver, where y'all live. And there's always so many fun things to talk about, but I'd love to start with you introducing yourself, like who you are, where you live, and what you do. So my name is Margaret Griffiths, and I live in Greenwood Village, Colorado, which is just a little bit southeast of Denver. Uh, It's absolutely a spectacular place where I find nurturing, being in the mountains with the weather changes. And so I've had some interesting careers in my life. I started out as a clinical laboratory scientist, which was fascinating. But I now realize in hindsight, doing the StrengthsFinder, that it didn't have any opportunity for creativity, which is something that I have learned I really like. I did that for about 25 years. And then I was given an opportunity to do a renovation and a remodel for a home that we bought in England. 
And I found that to be really exciting because nobody was dying and I could be creative. <laughs> yeah. So, And that was something that I found was a strength of mine. Of course, I didn't use that word very often then, because when we then went to sell the house, it was an opportunity for me to contribute to the, to the family financially. Mm. And then I've been doing that. And that was in England. Then we moved to Denver and I bought a home. It was the third home that I had bought that Doug had never seen before I bought it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Really, really good trust in me. And sometimes it takes a little while for him to see my vision, but I don't think he's been disappointed, maybe challenged. <laughs> yeah. So I was involved with education and advocacy with the U.S. Green Building Council for 10 years because I really understood the extraordinary value of high-performance homes and other buildings and the value that it brings to people, companies, and the world. And since that time, I've been able to do continue doing some remodeling of homes we've lived in. We're just wrapping up a year-and-a-half project, very complicated. And it has been the most fun because I've actually had a chance to use the strengths finders. And what I find is absolutely essential is creating a really great team based upon great communication, but it always has to be balanced with a sense of humor. I think that that's a strength that needs to be added. <laughs> yeah, you have definitely have that one. <laughs> well, why don't you tell what your top five strengths are. And I guess it was, what, a few years ago, we sat down and talked with it a little bit. And right. um, and it's been fun for me just to see you kind of understanding that a little bit more, even talking with different people you're involved with and so many things that you're doing. But what are your top five strengths? Okay. The first one is ideation, which just was explosively interesting to me because it really does answer why when I have any contact or conversation or idea, anything like that, my mind just explodes with ideas. And my second one is connectedness. So of course I have to connect the dots and see whether or not these ideas have any relevance or interest or application. And then I think my third one is strategic. And so Actually, six out of my top 10 strengths are strategic. I need to know whether or not these ideas are just cockamamie, <laughs> you know, high in the sky, thoughts that mean absolutely nothing, or whether or not they really can contribute to an outcome that benefits me, my family, a team that I'm on, and especially the world and humanity. Mm -hmm. So strategy is just extremely important. And then learner I think really brings everything, the first four things together, because in the ideas, looking at it and talking with people, seeing what we can do with the idea, is it strategic? Can we come to a go, no go for any sort of a project? That really then leads me to my fifth strength, which is activate, because I am not one to sit on something. We need to come to a decision. Sometimes though, if I don't active, if I don't activate on something that I know I have all of the pieces to, what I found out later is sometimes there is something that comes in from, you know, totally left wing and 
is the one factor or bit of information that I did not know that all of a sudden gives me the complete clarity to make a decision. Hmm. So that is exactly how I think and I process things. And I have been just so excited to be using those strengths in the last you know, couple of years since I really started understanding my hmm. strengths and getting an objective research-based, validated tool to use, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially as when I'm in a group and creating teams to get the outcomes that we need. Yeah. So tell me more about that. I know like you're on, I think, several different boards. I mean, you're just always engaged in the community or whatever, wherever you are. I've seen that over the years. So how, how has that been helpful for you, like you say, as you're on these different teams and working with different people? Well, one of the things that I've learned that's kind of really interesting and funny in hindsight is, boy, there sure are a lot of things that I shouldn't have said yes to. Mm. And, but I did it because I was the only warm body in the group that didn't I hadn't found my niche yet. Mm -hmm. And they needed a secretary, they needed a treasurer, and boy, that didn't help anybody. (laughs) Everybody suffered for that. Uh And so what I've been doing also, too, is I have really been resigning from a number of the uh, citizen advisory committees, commissions, and things like that, that I don't find I have a really wonderful fit for. I was eight years on the Park Trail Rec and Open Space Committee for Greenwood Village, and it was just a misfit. I did my civic duty but I didn't have any fun. Mm -hmm. And um, so what I've really been looking forward to is using my strengths. And about a year and a half ago, I became chair of a group that was one of three groups in the church that I belonged to. And it was a new group. And I found out that I really thrive in situations where it's new, it's dynamic, you need creativity, you need to find new connections, you need to really focus on what your outcomes are and be inventive. And so I was able to use the Strengths Finders. Actually, we had all three of the elected committees within the church take the Strengths Finders, and our minister was very supportive of this. She had worked with it before. And there were a number of people who didn't buy into it. And they had had previous experiences with other formats that were sort of psychologically interesting, but they didn't have any application that anybody could could really appreciate. And that's one distinction that StrengthsFinders provides, which for me, being strategic, you know, it's not only interesting, but I find the applications to be extraordinarily helpful. And so I found that even for the people who didn't buy into it, which some of them were older and they had done some of these other tests that weren't useful. And so they were a little bit skeptical of this. So even if they didn't buy into it, the fact that they had done it, I, as the chair, was able to use the information and we could have Mm -hmm. discussions about teamwork. And I could understand, for example, one man said, oh, he's really good at projects and he connectedness with it was his top strengths. But then in just the discussion, he said he procrastinates. Hmm. So that was extremely useful for me as the chair or the leader of this committee to understand 
I needed to go one step deeper and anything that he was involved with, I needed to make sure that there was a specific timeline and date and expectation. Mm-hmm. So that helped me, even if he didn't live it as the leader, I was able to use it. So yeah. I used that for a year and a half and that really helped me focus on turning the leadership over to somebody once I had gotten the committee up and running and we had it established and stable. And the person I turned it over to had strengths that I didn't about planning and document management. I don't remember what her strengths were right now, but she was able to look at the some of the some of the information and make sure that the foundation for a platform going forward was really tied all together. So I've also been using it recently in this complicated construction project, which having a team together, I was able to use my ideation and the other, the other strengths just was exhilarating because I found that I was able to bring some really innovative ideas and projects into the project that had the architect and the designer who really we didn't jive look at me when one of the innovative projects was finished they said margaret we're glad you made us do this Hmm. but right now i am the vice chair of denver sister cities international and post-covid like a lot of organizations we're I look at it as an opportunity to look and see what what can we do? Can we look at everything that we're doing and find out whether or not it's really relevant now and how do we want to go forward? And so I wrote my observations to other people on the board in February. And then I, a couple of months later, after having them agree that these were irrelevant, I came up with some proposals. And the top one was really to create a team and using StrengthsFinder. And we are in the implementation phase of this right now. And I got together a team of about eight people. And just FYI, the age difference between us is 51 years. Oh, wow. So it's not so much about your age, but although that does play a role, your circumstances, your education, etc., the strengths are what are absolutely exhilarating to each one of us. We are having an absolute blast. We laugh all the time. We get so much work done. Mm. And one of the key features, though, was the man who is the CEO of the company that has our office leased to us and meeting space started using StrengthsFinder in 2020, taking advantage of the COVID opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I had him come a month ago to come and do a presentation, have a discussion with the board about why he chose it, what he's doing, if there were any challenges or what he's finding out because we were coming into the meeting room and seeing all of the four categories of the strengths finders. And then he posted some oppor- some business opportunities, which I found fascinating. And so I asked him, what are you, why, what are you seeing with this? And we recorded it 
So we're going to have all of the people who have ever had any connection with StrengthsFinder but may not have used it, and especially with those people who don't know it at all. I think that having this person who's currently using it that they, they know of, if, if they don't know, yeah, uh, be able to present in real time why they chose it, how relevant it is, and that they are really having a wonderful time using it. So it's been, he's been a real inspiration. Mm. That's exciting. Yeah, I love that. Because, yeah, it's like we all want to be doing things that we're, that are easy for us, that we're made for, that are energizing. Like even just hearing you talk about your ideas and vision of different things. It's like, yeah, it's, we need all different kind of people in all the different things that we're involved in. I totally agree. And I think that this has been so enlightening and having people, uh, we had a, a, a board and committee leadership meeting last night. Denver has 10 sister cities and, and a, several of them have not been really active since COVID. But we have some that were able to absolutely thrive during COVID. Their creativity was amazing. But obviously now it's really exciting. But for those committees that are not thriving, we have decided as a board, we're going to focus on our teamwork and our strengths and find out what each person brings to the board. And then this is going to help us identify what other positions and strengths do we need to bring onto the board rather than just, you know, asking somebody that's really nice that you know of and, you know, successful, et cetera. We want to be more strategic and and understanding, well, what, what skills, what strengths do we need for our board? Mm-hmm. And because uh, I certainly have been a warm body on different groups that I've been a part of and sometimes taken a year to figure out what can I contribute? Yeah. This way we can do it ahead of time and where people know will know what they're being asked to do and hopefully they'll find it exciting and something that they really want to engage in and um, that they actually participate in because sometimes people you know, they'll go on a board and they're just really not active and they don't contribute. Yeah. Which, which board, I think you mentioned one that you're a part of that has a lot of people with futuristic on the board. So that is Denver Sister Cities International, which mm. they've gone through some, you know, changes in the few years. And, but post COVID, a lot of people retired. And so we've replaced a number of the people, but we still have some more positions. And so man that we have hired to be our development director had not known anything about it. And when he took it, his top strength is futuristic. Mm. And boy, I tell you, he is absolutely superb. We had a big event that we planned and had this weekend in downtown Denver called Taste of Mexico. So Denver Sister Cities or Sister Cities International is a large international organization that is mayor to mayor and it's based upon citizen advocacy and uh, citizen diplomacy and youth ambassadors. So we do student exchanges between sister cities in Denver. Mm -hmm. We have art exchanges, uh, lots of cultural exchanges, 
education, et cetera. And we're adding, we're going to be adding one in sustainability because Denver and Colorado are really tops in looking at how we can improve the circumstances of the earth and less and make wiser choices. But anyway, futuristic. So another person that was her second strength, it's my 10th strength. Hmm. So it's something that I really think about, but I think the people who have it in their top five are probably more strategic about looking at not only the immediate benefits, but also in the intermediate benefits. Yeah. Uh, because in today's age, you know, really trying to predict a long-term future is a little difficult. So like a lot of governments, we're looking at three and five-year plans. Mm-hmm. So we're having people send us their strengths. And I had one woman who'd done it before, but hadn't used it come up to me last night and she said, oh, my number one strength is woo. And I thought, <laughs> okay, let's <laughs> get to know. Not, that's not me. But as I started thinking again, my ideation, I, my, I think sometimes my smoke's coming out of my brain because I have so many ideas all at once. <laughs> but I think the, you have characteristics of woo just because of your enthusiasm and your, you're so friendly with people. So what, do you know what number that is for you? I don't know. And I, yeah, woo is 15 for me. But when I reviewed some of the paperwork that you had given me or paperwork, okay, when I reviewed some of the information that you gave to me mm-hmm. and look at the paragraph descriptions much more in depth. And I have a number of books that I use as well, like uh, Strengths-Based Leadership. It gives some of the attributes that I think are in woo, but it is not my number one. Mm -hmm. But for uh, talking to this woman last night, she was just so excited to tell me. So what I'm thinking about doing is we have, I created this group of about eight people that I thought were really dynamic and I didn't know their strengths yet. But I thought that they had the innovation and the passion and the interest and the dedication to to make a team to revitalize and reorganize our organization. And so what I think about, but I need to do some more research on, is would a partnership specifically between her and me be really good to start assembling a smaller group? that would take the, the strengths uh, data from the board members and to start really implementing a team approach to focus on the board of directors. Because I think that, I don't know what her other strengths are, but to be able to look at this data and then to be able to come up with a plan that we can then start to discuss and implement with the other people on the board that will be engaging to them. But we need to know what their strengths are, because I think what you said just earlier, Barbara, we all want to use our strengths. Yeah. So to be able to recognize people for what they bring to the table, and it's much more than just your work experience, your education, it's also temperament. It's it's what brings you excitement and joy in life. 
Yeah. So we're having an absolute blast. So I'm going to look at this more to see and have a discussion with her because I do want to have some breakout groups, but we're going to start having leadership development discussions. Once we have all the data from the board of directors, we're starting with them first because we need to focus on our fundraising and our outreach. And, you know, there's a fair amount of diplomacy. So I was, I'd started say that we had just done a three-day event in downtown Denver this last weekend called Taste of Mexico. And the sister cities that we have, we started last year with the Taste of France because we've been in relationship with them for over 70 years. Hmm. And Cuernavaca, Mexico, we celebrated the 40th year anniversary. So we're going to be doing next year, we're going to be doing the Taste of Japan because Takayama, Japan is the next city that we've been in relationship with for the amount of time. It was a spectacular success. Mm. So we all had a blast doing this. And so we had our meeting last night and some people who've been really kind of disengaged since before COVID are absolutely fired up and excited because they want to participate in this. Mm, That's great. Well, the pictures, the few pictures I saw looked like it was very fun. That's such, that's so cool. Just to have those kind of events happen. And like you say, to even see people kind of working in their element as you're doing these different events. Yeah. So. Well, I'm curious. I know some of the people in your family have done it. Have you gotten any good insight about Doug or your boys just as they've learned about their strengths? Yeah. So it took Doug a little bit longer to get around to taking this. You very nicely, (laughs) you know, asked occasionally. Mm -hmm. And, but once I got mine, it was like, oh no, (laughs) I want to know what, what you, what you, what your strengths are. So I started pestering him. Yeah. And so he went from being skeptical to being stunned. And so his number one strength is responsibility. And he said, my mother could have told me that. (laughs) Yeah. Firstborn, firstborn. Absolutely. And that's exactly how he is. And we do share some strengths in common. I can't remember now what his are. Maybe. So he, he became a believer. So our older son, Andrew, he went to, he went to Naropa university and as a transpersonal counseling psychologist and he does teamwork development with with companies and so not that different i think but i think certainly different applications he's leading a long weekend trip on horseback with some corporate people but so his is input ideation relator responsibility and adaptability Okay. And empathy, self-assurance, deliberative, individualization, individualization, and strategic. And those are completely accurate for him. Mm-hmm. So we do have some overlap. I have a funny thing, though, to say. So my number 33 strength, which was interesting that they say, you don't have any weaknesses. You just have strengths you don't use. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So with ideation. I started thinking about this and I thought, okay, 
I love being in dynamic, changing situations where I have an opportunity to come up with new ideas, new connections, and things like that. And that is disequilibrium. This is change. It is disharmonious for people. And I thought, that's okay. I, but I need to know this because then when I see, when I'm in a group and I can see somebody, first of all, can't follow how many ideas that I come up with and I have to slow down and be more patient and give them the context and the relevance. But I can also look at them and see they don't understand. This does not speak to their strengths. And so I can help explain and give them some context, but yeah, harmony is number 33 for me. Oh, it's my number one. (laughs) (laughs) So so I know over the years, Barbara, that you have probably been presented with (laughs) maybe accosted by some ideas that I've come up with, but you know, I usually try to look at a very positive outcome that some that would be something really helpful and because life is dynamic yeah you know i've had certainly one of the more exciting lives that i could have never predicted yeah well i just love hearing brain spinning and just all the wheels going of just ideas like you said of in whatever topic it is you're engaged with and I've loved watching that over the years and I'm excited just to see it be a tool even for just the things you're involved in. This kind of is a little random question, but as you talked about enjoying your construction on the house so much, I'm wondering what is your proudest thing that you, idea that you've had implemented in your new construction of your house? (laughs) Don't get me started. (laughs) (laughs) I bet there's a long list. There's a long list. But it's usually involved with, you know, strategy, you know, designing the closet that totally meets Doug's and my needs, but that is extremely functional, but really attractive. And I've done two innovative projects that used building materials, uh, going to a recycle place, a building salvage place. And I got some... 30 by 30 rusted metal panels that it totally fit the you'll know it when you see it category. And so I came up and I had to power wash them and then seal them, find a special sealant for rusty metal panels to put up almost as a necklace on the outside where we put new windows on. And we put dark sky compliant exterior light so that we don't uh, create light pollution. And at the end of this project, which my architect and my designer, everybody was watching me outside doing this. And then they, (laughs) they, they, yeah, with all the paint, the rust flakes on my face and everything, they looked at me and they said, Margaret, I'm glad you made us do this. (laughs) Well, I can't wait to see it. Yeah. I can't wait too. So it's been just really fun. And my husband, as you know, he has been amazingly, I won't say supportive because it is really, we thought it was going to be like a seven or eight month project and it's been a year and a half. Lots of disruption, dust and everything. 
he is finding moment by moment delight in the outcome. We are just oh, about finished. That's so, so great. He's really enjoying it. That's awesome. So I'd say that probably having him see the outcome of all of the ideas that I came up with that he was a little hesitant or maybe a lot hesitant about. Yeah. He supported me. That's great. Well, this is, again, might seem random, but when you mentioned about redoing your house in England, I tell people a lot that one of my I felt like one of my first adult moments was when I told Warren, I'm like, I want to go see Doug and Margaret before they move because you were going to move. And he was like, oh, I never thought about going to England. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, we're going. And so that was like a highlight to me of being able to see just your lovely house there just past Wimbledon, Wimbledon stop and just the fun time we were looking at the little journal that we kept with our girls of our highlights of our trip. And for our girls, the first things on the list were playing the games with Nico at home, but they did include a lot of the other main sites that we saw, but we, we loved seeing that. I love seeing, just seeing your innovation and just details that you bring to whatever you do. But so that was a very fun memory for me. Well, I think that with you having moved around also, Barbara, I think there's some aspect of that that maybe um, uh, maybe there's an opportunity for Warren to appreciate even more when you go into different cultures or different situations because sometimes it can even be just a different neighborhood, but it might not it might be new to you. To and I've moved around a lot. I've moved 31 times. Oh wow! A number of them have been international, but a number of them been in the United States. So been been different different neighborhoods, et cetera. I find that Denver Sister Cities International gives me that opportunity to connect with other people in the world. Mm -hmm. I feel such a strong relationship with other people in the world. And I want to learn, and I have an opportunity that's amazing now, to really get into deep, caring conversations, Mm -hmm. respectful conversations, and a number of the projects that we have been involved with have been just extremely important. You just learn to connect with communities and learn people and, you know, how they think differently and what their values are and that you can be, you can respect those differences if they still have similar values and principles. And for me, that allows me to be a U.S., you know, obviously I'm from the United States, but I also feel like I'm either an expatriate or global nomad. So I'm hoping that that is something that most people get an opportunity to do if they travel outside of where they consider home, Mm -hmm. to really look at different places as opportunities to connect with other people and learn you know, I mean, good grief. I've learned to like a whole bunch of different foods that I never thought I would like. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's interesting because really that's the essence of con- your connectedness strength, which I have also. And I know just in just our work with people, I mean, living in lots of countries, it kind of can be a common strength that people have that have traveled a lot. But like how you said that is exactly what it is, it's like seeing the 
the sameness of people, even though we're from different parts of the world or whatever it is. So I, and it, it's like, you don't even notice that it's a strength because that's what you've been doing your whole life. But right. a lot of people don't have that or get that. But it's, as my friend said, it's an invisible thread that ties together meaningful things. And it's like, yeah, you just naturally see commonalities with people from any country or, I don't know. I just think it's fascinating. I like the word invincible because I really feel that. You know, sometimes it's a little scary because you feel vulnerable and being vulnerable is really a little hard. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I have just found that many, many more times than not, the connection, the personal connections, which is why we really work with st- high school students so that they uh, can be become student ambassadors. These are not tourist trips. These are engagement with people in the other, in the sister cities to really connect on a human basis. And it has been absolutely life-changing for the students who've gone on these programs for decades mm. now. That's great. Well, I would love to know if there's anything else you would like to share or say to our listeners that wondering or having thoughts about their strengths or what good it might be for them to know their strengths and just any other thoughts you have? Well, obviously getting ready to talk with you, I was trying to get prepared. And of course I had, my ideation was just going as it does full time. And I had an insight or maybe a question that might be really interesting and relevant for a lot of us. Wondering whether or not the strengths that people have, and they they start out pretty young. I don't know when Don Clifton, how young he really started testing people or, or when, what the validity is, but education and work situations were really influenced so much by the Industrial Revolution. And people needed to comply and conform. They needed to be able to know how to read and write and to obey rules and codes and procedures, etc. And in school, the same thing. You had to be able to sit still and write and do the homework, not interrupt, etc. And that was a little hard for me and because I had so many ideas now. But I am wondering whether or not some learning disabilities are actually misunderstood mismatches in strengths. Hmm. Because so many times you hear, oh, well, they grew out of this. Hmm. So, you know, they struggled as adolescents. I still don't understand the reason that humanity has to suffer through adolescence. It's so hard. But (laughs) so many people really struggle to find their strengths. Mm-hmm. And where they can not only be accepted and maybe succeed, but where they can thrive. And so that has made me think a lot about whether or not something like ideation might actually be a, a synonym for ADD or ADHD. Huh. Because I know I had a hard time sitting still. I was coming up with all of these ideas. I loved school. And, but I couldn't, I couldn't always use my strengths in that context. And the same when I, when I I told you about the different groups that I was involved with and the different um, 
you know, my clinical laboratory science career with no opportunity for ideation, but I sure had a lot of opportunity for connectedness. Mm-hmm. But now that I've found my top five, 10, or even my number 33, I find life is so much more rewarding, exciting, mm. actually exhilarating, and we're just having fun. So I wonder if we might start looking at children in particular who are struggling in school or work, whether or not they're just mismatched and misunderstood, that if they knew what their strengths were, they could find a better, happier fit for everybody. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, I'll I'll have to ask some of the coworkers I have of like, I'm sure there's been some kind of research on that, but it makes so much sense. Well, wouldn't it be wonderful if we could ease the struggles that people have mm-hmm. uh, when they're trying to find their way? Yeah, for sure. Well, we could talk, talk and talk. We'll have to talk some more at another time. But this has been so insightful. And I just, again, love your enthusiasm and just hearing just your ideas and just how this has been meaningful to you just in all the things that you're doing. But one last question I have, I love to ask people is what has brought you joy lately or put a smile on your face? There are too many things. (laughs) I am just having an absolute blast. And, you know, the construction, I know a lot of people just feel punished doing it. I have a great team, whatever adversity. We've had numerous leaks and, and, you know, destruction and drywall and everything. But we've gotten through it as a team. We always balance it with a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. I I just have to say, I'm having an absolute blast. So having an opportunity to use the Strengths Finders or Strengths Finder with other people, mm-hmm. I am actually with a group of people, a growing group of people that are becoming equally excited about all of the different things that we can be doing and planning. So if anybody's interested, you can go to look at Denver Sister Cities International.org. And you actually may have, I think probably Austin has some sister cities and, but every sister city is organized in a completely different way. But I have to say that we are poised. We're, we're actually experiencing really thrilling uh, change and, um, you know, capturing opportunities going forward, connecting people. That's great. Well, and thank Mar- you, Barbara. Oh, thank you. This is so fun. And I'm glad that I get to see you in person pretty soon at our family reunion. But I, again, just appreciate just your insight and enthusiasm and love hearing more about you and your strengths. So thank you so much. Love you. Bye. Love you too. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at Barbara Colwell, C-U-L-W-E-L-L dot com. 
I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.